welcome to the Talking Chef Podcast. This is a bonus episode. Here with us, as always, are Caleb the Crippled Bailey. That's me. And Cody Greer. And we're, of course, being introduced tonight by our host for the first time, Trey Three Dog Sweeney. Yes. What, what's it, going on here? Why are you... Hey, hey, this is my job. Welcome right. to the Talking Shift Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Get out of my way. This is my chair. Welcome to the Talking Shift Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, as always. This is a bonus episode. This week, we decided to do just a quick shift talking to bring in the new year. We really don't know what we're going to talk about, guys. I just I think we just decided to do a podcast. Come join this magical journey with us. Come down the road that we don't know where we're going. As we enjoy this, well, we're going to, I can't do Conversation Street. I'm sure that's like Yeah, that's trademark. copyright. We're going to have to. <laughs> Easy, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. But we're going to talk about a couple different things today. Actually, I've got a topic to throw you boys off. All right. Throw me Since off. Since we just wrapped up season one, what was your favorite episode that we've done so far that's a that's a trick question well, i'll go first go uh, ahead go ahead mine are all ties in the episodes that i wrote <laughs> so oh. I, like, I like the episode i wrote except for the fact that i wrote it <laughs> <laughs> so if you enjoyed the hemi episode the corvette episode or the modern muscle episode you can come sit by me if you enjoyed any of the nascar episodes you can come sit by me. I have two chairs because of that. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed the Bronco episode and uh, also enjoyed me stumbling over my own words, come join me. Honestly, if you enjoyed an episode where Trey said oh, weird shit, then you're welcome to be with us. <laughs> That's every episode. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You're in good company then. Hey, now, personally, favorite though is learning a little bit more about the first gen Corvettes and everything. And finding out the foreign man that was from, what, Dutch? Yeah. 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 Big Zora. Dick Energy. Yeah. Zora. And just wait for next season, everybody. We're going to get into some stuff that we bet you didn't know. A little tidbit as far as that goes. Everyone who's into Corvettes or muscle cars at all knows about the ZR1 Corvettes. Well, we're going to go dig into those next season. A little bit of a tidbit of information to tide you up until then is after those cars were designed and ready to be sold, after the marketing and research and design had already been done, after they'd already been engineered, the first year of production, they had a lot of uh, warranty repairs done on those cars because of uh, engine detonation. And they could not figure out why new high-performance Corvettes were having engine detonation. <laughs> oh, imagine that. And the answer to that question is why that was happening is all the engineers were outside eating lunch at Bowling Green Plant one day, and uh, they hear one of those new ZR1s start up and then go directly to Redline. And they get up running, what the hell is going on, why, who's redlining our cars? <laughs> and the woman who had been moving these cars, that was her job at, Bo- at Corvette this since there had been Corvettes, was to move the cars from the lot where they sat outside to where they get moved onto the truck. She had started every Corvette that they had ever built with her foot on the gas pedal all the way to the floor and was starting these brand new, never been old ZR1s this way. That's what was happening. Somebody's grandmother sitting there on the clutch with her foot down on the pedal just you know what? lighting them up. <laughs> you know what? She's breaking in those engines right. I don't hate it. After that, that is why now all Corvettes, if you hold the gas pedal to the floor and uh, turn it over... They don't start. They turn really? over. They turn over, and they uh, the oil pump starts, and it oils everything. So there's the, there's a delayed oil pump. Yeah, on the can, Corvette. You can hold them. You can hold it down. The gas pedal down on any of them, mine included. Press start, and it'll just run the oil pump. You know, I, I guess I've never driven your car. Yeah, 
Yeah, change that. I've ridden in his car. You've never driven it? Never driven it. It's a very interesting experience with two men that are over six foot and both over 200 pounds riding in a Corvette together. It's not even that tight. It right? really wasn't. It was just the fact well, that my knees popped on the way down. Well, when you ride in a Corvette, you, you, you sink into it. Yeah. It's, it's a weird feeling. It's it, a weird, it's, around. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird it, feeling. It is definitely like a warm, fuzzy blanket that wraps around you. It's comfortable. Uh, it really also, is. for next season, we get to talk about a man whose dad was a rural mail carrier. Oh. Yeah, foreshadowing. Out here. Yeah. Rural mail carrier, chicken farmer, chili man. Chili man. Oh, big A lot of it got edited out of the Bronco episode because Caleb went on about a 10-minute tangent on one of our topics for next season, but... Yes, it is a chicken farmer, and you might know who he is. He got his hands on a Bronco at one point, too. He did. Yeah. And the neighbor's daughter. Yeah. Farmer's daughter. Neighbor's daughters. The farmer's daughter? Yeah, he's a bit of a playboy, too. Two farmer's daughters. Oh. Well, that's just some of Look, I tell you, I I really enjoyed doing some of the research for the Modern Muscle stuff. That was honestly one of my favorite episodes, is digging into some of that stuff, getting into some of the newer cars that... You know, people really know. I mean, we all love classic cars, but some of the newer stuff is just fun. I mean, it, it, yeah, it really I mean, is. I got to talk to a guy at that uh, random Ricer show that I went to, and he had a Holden rebrand and everything, and the only thing he didn't have rebranded on it was the uh, steering wheel. He told me, he said, yeah, he said, the airbag is really hard to get from it because I have to get it from fucking Australia. You want to tell me, what, what, what the damnedest thing about one of that? Caleb and I went to a car show. There's a large car show in Madison, Mississippi every year called the, the Scarecrow Show. Many great, different categories. Great, great show. Great show. Recommended, show. recommended to anybody who's in the area. If you haven't gone, go. If every car show in Mississippi, there's always an import category. There's hardly anyone ever there for those. <clears throat> Just a, Except for Brookhaven, Mississippi. There's not an import category for that. No, they, 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 they need categories, period. But anyway, <laughs> they, don't, they don't need to add any trophies. But anyway... <laughs> but anyway this guy won the import category in a Chevrolet SS. He converted to a Holden, which was clearly still an SS. It was not a real Holden. I'm like, dude, it's not an import. You just threw some batches on You just rebranded. Especially when you consider the fact that the Holden package was available as an option if you ordered one yeah. on the SS. And you can even get them on the G8 also. Yeah, if you went to your uh, local uh, Chevy dealership, you could order it rebadged as a Holden. But honestly, I don't think anybody did that because nobody bought them. Sad, so sad. Yeah. But let's kind of let's shift gears here a little bit, boys. Shift our heads. Shift our heads. Shift our heads. What are our freedom? What are our car expectations for twenty twenty three? I know the market has been really odd this year, and you wouldn't have bought a car this year unless you're Trey. <laughs> hey, but I got it under the MSRP, so not overrated if it's like that. Ah. Uh-huh. Hope you've listened to our Christmas finale. <laughs> Do you guys think that the market will finally calm down? Yes. I think, I hope trucks go down. I think trucks right now are might, might be one of the Well, stupid- I hope they go down in price and also in the front because people with their fucking Carolina squad. Be- so we're going to go back to our favorite episodes. Trey, one of fa- Trey's favorite episodes that he does not remember was Grinding uh, yeah. the Gears. Trey's uh, drunken escapade of Grinding Gears. I don't remember talking about bullet antennas or squatted trucks. I do. I re-listened to that episode as a listener, just like y'all, because I don't remember any of it. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was trying. We had a rank- the- editing that episode. I wanted to strangle Trey. Well, the thing is, I was drunk and I was sunburnt and like. Just sun drunk, 
kind of like, do you know how you, you've been out in the sun all well, day and you just feel tired? Kind of like that. Uh, well, we did two episodes that day. We did um, that third day we were at cruising. We went to Bay St. Louis. It's kind of like that. Like where you're just tired from the sun. No matter how much you drink, you're just not there. Hey, that's what? me on the second day. The third day, I was fine. <laughs> well, the third day, we were trying to, Caleb, you good? And it's like, no, give me 15 more minutes than that. That was day two. Oh, that was day two. Tired on day three. <laughs> yeah. was well, well, listeners, sometimes we bulk our episodes. We're going to do that a lot more in season two, but... Well, we did two episodes that day. We did um, we did the Shifthead News Network, then we did Grind of the Gear. Shifthead News Network, that was a fun episode. You guys really like that one. We're yeah. going to do more like that next year. Yeah, I enjoy To kind of keep lot. up with the times. It's also going to be interesting in 2023 to see a lot of the new electric cars come out. What are our expectations besides the Mach-E? As long as fucking Mustang doesn't update the Mach-E. You know, I was really disappointed. If they do mock it, or if they do mock, they do it, mock up, it up, if they mock up another one, because they mocked up this first one. Uh, if they mock it up and make it a two-door and a little lower and not look like a SUV. Honestly, I hate to say it, but my expectation is for 2023 that they'll be the first electric core that will be announced. Mm, I could see that. That's, I believe The E-Ray? The E-Ray's been, been rumored for a long time. Yeah, I think they, I could see that uh, late October. I think I had I saw some pictures of what uh, some of the some folks believe to be one in uh, the in camo uh Making tests out in the snow over this past couple of weeks. You so just I'm, you just gotta wonder how that's gonna be, how what the reaction is gonna be. Because you know, I tell you what, I also saw Caleb that's gonna be coming out soon. Is I hate this man. This is another rant and a tangent. I'll go on. Corvette's gonna be its own brand. They're gonna have a four door SUV. Oh yeah, I saw that, and I I don't hate the look of it. So my my whole thing for it though is you know how Lamborghini's done their uh, what's the name of that. The anus? Yeah, the, the, and... The urus. The urus. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Y'all lost you. me there for a second. <laughs> yeah. It threw me off, and then I thought about it. Um, but, it's stupid. But, I mean, more power to the person that has $250,000 to spend on a... I hate it. I'll tell you why. I it looks it. dumb. I'll tell you why I hate it. Stop making brands out of iconic nameplates. Well... Yeah. Chevy the, with the your reason blazer. The reason I don't like it is because... We've seen that it doesn't work because Dodge did it with the SRT. It became its own brand for a little while in the early 20-teens. The uh, SRT, Charger, Challenger, and Viper were its own separate thing. That didn't work after 2015. We saw them do that with the, to move the Ram to be its own brand. It's still Dodge, its own brand. And it's kind of alone out there. Yeah, it's just, it's odd. If it wasn't for Ram working, for people still buying them, I guess they really, really, really think that transmission mechanics ought to make more money. I don't think they would keep that on. I, I just, I've seen so many TikToks with that lately. It's like, what this truck says about you, it's like, you really like lining the pockets of transmission mechanics. The dude with the beard? Yeah. <laughs> the one funny. you sent us earlier. <laughs> I, you know, I just, and I hate that. I hate that. I mean, we pick on the Mach-E, at least I do. I mean, they're trying to oh, make... Oh, no, 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 we all this do. Truck, we're t- I mean, they're doing the same thing with Mustang. It's like... All of Chevy's SUVs are absolute shit, except for the Tahoe, are absolute shit. Can we not agree on that? I agree to an extent, being a man who has a child and you as well have a child now. We we looked at the Equinox whenever we were looking for a but did SUV. You buy one? Fuck no. Tell me, no, 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 stop, stop the conversation. What did you buy instead? I bought a Honda Passport because it was all-wheel drive and it looked no, no, a lot no, no, better. No, no. Let me answer your, all of your questions. My wife and I also have a four-door SUV. 
It's a Mazda. Yeah. Do you see a trend here? Yeah. The imports. best, the best four door SUVs, midsize SUVs, are always imports. And if you go like a big wagon, a Tahoe Escalade, that's great. Yeah. But if you're going for a family SUV, you're going to buy import every single time because they're reliable. Also, something that I've mentioned in our uh, our group chat that we have. I found out the other day, I was looking at my wife's spreadsheet while we were getting a new tag and everything for her car. Um, my wife's engine's bigger than the Broncos. <laughs> it, has, it has two less turbo and 18 less horsepower, so I'll take that. It Hers has po- 18 less horsepower well, no, actually, and no turbos? Tw- tw- Trey. 20, 28 less horsepower because hers puts out 290, mine puts out 318. How, what would a Honda Element be able to do? Well, uh, probably 200 even. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it, it's probably about a 185. My, my two vehicles have V8s in them. Yeah. Wait, well, the Mazda has a V8? My, I said my two. Yeah, your two. Oh. My wife's the vehicle has a. V- and the- Dog pecker red challenge. My wife's vehicle has a four cylinder. Well, yeah, of course the Tahoe has a V eight. It's a Tahoe. It's, it's an old five three, the four cylinder. So it would take four, three days to get the six. We were right on four seventy one over here in Brandon. I had the Bronco in sport mode. I was in, uh, going down the road, and I towed it from the line. This dude pulled up next to me, revved up. I rolled my window down. I revved up, and we took what, what, off. What did it sound like? No, you heard the turbos whistle a little bit. It went hoot hoot. Yeah. Sure. The thing is, like, uh, okay, you you r- got r- can, can do they make a blow off valve for your so yes, and you I'll, need it. Yeah, no. Uh, also, Roush makes a uh, custom exhaust for it no, as well, and no. it. But I, you know, I just I hate the way the brands are going towards all that, man. It's just why. I mean, I think I hate the way the SUVs are going that way, man. I'm not gonna lie though. I'm definitely probably gonna go for that Ford Performance tuner and uh, that cold air intake. I mean that's fine. Don't put an exhaust in a six cylinder. No, it's it's not needed. Is yours inline or V? V. Yeah, don't. It's an actual V four. Yeah, or a V six. Oh, okay. It's not a four cylinder. I think it's a two liter, two point three liter. Hey, well, that one you could have got a manual transmission though. Two Which point, I, let's two, call, let's call out Ford for a second. Yeah, that pissed me off. I would prefer a manual. Granted, I drive mine a lot. Why? Why would you? Not have a manual option on the six zone on a Bronco. It's a Bronco, man. Like I don't get it. You ought to be able to get the most bare bones, big engine option on something like that. If you want it to be, you know, the biggest powered engine available with a manual transmission, roll up windows, rubber floor mats, and a neoprene seats, that ought to be available. Well, that's also another thing they didn't offer roll up windows. I, I tell you what, give me four on the floor. I don't need trays. Oh. I don't need trays. Goat modes. No, don't even give me that. I'd take four on the column. What? Well, it's they three on the column usually, but they never give do it. You give, can't do a four. I know, but but somebody <laughs> inno- Tommy, calm down. No, somebody in, innovate for me. Four on the column. I know three on the column because I've driven three on the column, but four on Texas the column. Three on the tree. Three on the tree, but anyway, shift on the column. Whatever, it's fine. But but. My grandfather, that's what uh, that uh, 65 Chevy that he's redoing with the, with the LS3 that he's doing in it, uh-huh. he's going to switch it from three on the tree to uh, four on the floor. And that thing's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I think uh, there's just a lot. There's a lot of expectations in 20, 2023 is going to be a weird year for cars because I think you've seen so many, like I said, there's just a lot of electrification coming and we don't. It's yet to see the car market. It, it's been so weird the past couple of years with things selling out, with interest rates now getting higher. 
I really think the market's going to crash. I think we're going to get to a point where there's more supply than demand, finally. I think we're almost to that point, uh, and finally we can start getting deals on things. Things like 0% interest will start coming back in the next three or so years. You know, Caleb, what you got? Oh, keep going what you have. I have for when you're done, I have a question. Oh, no, 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 no. Car- I mean, CarMax. Uh, yeah, CarMax already, is stopping buying yeah, vehicles they stopped now. buying vehicles, and uh, they've cut off a lot of their labor force because they're not going to need people out on the lots buying back vehicles. Finally. Okay, so, well, my question for you two, since we're talking about 2023 and the changes that are coming, do you guys think that 2023 is going to be the swan song for a lot of cars as we know it? Is yeah. it going to be the end of I mean, it's the end of the challenge? I mean, that's how I kind of feel with how I mentioned in our Christmas special, like the dark horse coming out with the Mustang and everything. I honestly think that this year, seeing that release, how Ford announced and did all that special stuff for the Mustang, I think this might be the one of the, la- one of the last years we sw- see a V8. Song? Yeah, because I mean, part past this, it's going to be. The 2.7 liter V6 turbo just set to save gas mileage and everything else, which, granted, I mean, the 2.7 that I have in the Bronco, I mean, I it's drive. I, it is peppy. And it's not also, the same, though. It's not the same, and also I drive a giant brick, so. Well, and, you know, the challenge, it's the last year of the Challenger. I, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head, Caleb, it's the last year that folks are really going to be having internal combustion engines as the main and you know everybody's pushing electric they're pushing electric it's why don't we just have more hybrids why can't we just have the best of both worlds the thing is also with that is like you're going to see these people buying these custom red eyes and everything and i mean i'm a big bourbon guy and y'all see that in uh this next season because we'll we'll do a little bit more live with uh youtube and everything maybe with the bourbon in the background but like secondary markets for that. Like these last people that are getting these red eyes and just flipping them the next year or maybe two years down the road, like it's coming. Like, I mean, you might have to pay a little extra tax. We don't know what's going to happen with the gas market. I mean, let's take a look at what's happened with the uh, Dodge Demons uh, that came out in 2018. True. I mean, they're they're going over 100K now. Yeah. yeah, An $89,000 car is now in the mid-150s. Yeah. With low mileage. Oh, yeah. If you roll it across the block at Barrett-Jackson, it's going for 200 or more. You got the Demon box. Also, that's that's something that I kind of want to do next season. I mean, it might be recorded on this podcast, but, like, maybe an episode of uh, whenever they do the Scottsdale episode. Watch for, and react. Yeah, the, well, watch after we watch and just react. Because, I mean, we've all three been really big on watching oh, the yeah. Barrett-Jackson show every year. So, fans and shift heads out there, I think we all have some big ideas for 2023 as far as the show goes. So, let's each kind of give a slight hint on some things that we're going to talk about. We've kind of mentioned a couple things so far. So, I'll start us off and say that we might do an episode, and I think I might have mentioned this earlier, might do an episode on a certain G-body from the late 1980s that has a six-cylinder turbo motor in it. It's something your dad owns? It might be. So not the El Camino SS? Not the El Camino SS. Oh. If anybody knows, oh. if anybody listens to this podcast, I am a sucker for a G-Body. I love G- I love the Monte Carlo. Dude, it's got a G in it, Cody's down. Yeah. <laughs> Spot, regardless. <laughs> look, look if, if anybody out there has a G-Body, you know the G-Body Shuffle. Dude. Do, you, do, do y'all know what the G-Body Shuffle is? Yeah. Dude, I've loved like seeing some G-Bodies while we were cruising. 
just that slight arch to the body coming down, like, oh. Darth Vader on the outside, Roseanne Barr on the inside. <laughs> Every single time. Well, Trey, what are you looking forward to? Give us a hint. Yeah, so actually now that we think about it, after you mentioned the El Camino and everything, I kind of want to do a El Camino. Like, I want to touch on that because, you know, whenever. A Chevy the car? Yeah, the Chevy the car. And, I mean, Ford. Uh, what it's was, like a Ferrari. What was Ferrari. Ford's. Uh, Ranchero. 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 Tommy, 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 Tommy. <laughs> keep up, keep. Picture it, everyone. It's 1959. You go to the car lot to buy a car, and you see the first time you ever seen a truck bed on a car. So what what I want to do in uh, the next season as well is think about the 59 time, like the rocket era is kicking off. Germany's rock or sent their V twos and everything. Germany, and Germany. Well, World War Two. Well, no, I know, I know. Give Give me a second. So the V two rocket and everything. You got the rocket age kicking off. And think about the car designs of the late 50s, early 60s. Big fins, baby. Big fins and long-ass cars. Like that murdered-out 59 that is going around on uh, TikTok and uh, Instagram reels. Trey's hitting on something. Y'all just uh, stay tuned. Like I I love that like rocket era. That's probably the only Ford Thunderbird that I really truly loved is that fifty nine to sixty one. The big long cars, man. Yeah, low and slow, baby. Well, Well, uh, what was that phrase you used earlier today? Long and low. Long and low, and that's what she said. And a lot of those also are the uh, low and slow. Was we like our meat cook too? Yes, sir. Taylor, what are you looking forward to? Well, give, a, give, give the fans a preview. I already talked a little bit about digging into some of the high-performance packages that were out there on cars that were already performance cars. Talking about the ZR1, we're, we're also expecting to dig a little deeper into uh, what that what that means uh, and why those exist. And maybe we'll also see ourselves dig into some of those uh, high-performance houses we talked about in the Modern Muscle episode. The houses? SLP, moder- the, you know, the ones who... Do custom modifications to new cars like SLP, uh, I Callaway. I, I, I thought you meant Shelby. I thought you meant one like we saw on Zillow. No, uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, that bastard's house won't be. We won't be featuring it in any way. <laughs> well, that's look. We're all looking forward to what we're going to do next year. We've got a lot of we got a lot of things planned for you guys. What you got, Trey? Speaking of Zillow, do y'all see that dude that has a one bedroom, one bathroom house that has like an eight car garage? That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, car houses. That might be that's a, that's a car guy. A 9,000 I mean, square foot house. Throwing it back like <clears throat> to uh, guys that build car houses. I mean, we've all seen Stradaman on uh, YouTube. Him building his house in Utah. And it's got like a dip down garage and everything. That is, that is the dream right there. It's funny because they took the idea from cowboy ranchers. You know, building their houses attached to their uh, stables. Yep. Well, and that same idea popped into car people's yep. heads. Stable. He's throwing all those Lamborghinis in there. They have horses on the badge. That, that's a bull. You're talking about Ferrari. Yeah, man. true. Tommy. <laughs> well, I think we have a lot to look forward to in 2023. Like we've said on our finale, we really do appreciate all you guys listening. We're going to improve so much next season. It's going to be a lot of fun. Look for stuff on all of our socials. We're going to expand a lot. You know, this past year we had a cruise in at um, Trey's workplace, and then we also started the podcast. And we're all new. We're just we're having so much fun doing this. We hope you guys are too. And I, I truly think, like, the best 
cruise in that that town scene is our cruise in because oh, yeah. we had some classic cars there. Yep. We had some imports. And we had some bad some, trucks. Yeah, we had some bad we're trucks. Pro- we're, we're, we had one dude that pulled up that looking to race, looking to race. And we asked him to pop the hood. He's like, no, but I got some slicks in the back. If that tells y'all anything. Yeah. Tells me plenty. I'm yep. not interested in that. No, I'm, I'm good. We're also going to plan to do a couple of uh, live podcasts from a couple of car shows. So that might be fun. So oh, yeah. stay tuned for that. But, but for all the shift heads out there, we hope you guys have a happy new year. We're rolling into 2023. Hope y'all have a very shifty new year. Yeah, happy Chinese New Year to you folk, too. And on that disappointment, we're going to end this podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much, Shifteds. Good Good night. night. This has been a production of SGB Media.